Hello, and welcome to CAA Conversations. I'm here today with Karen Gurgley and Jennifer Drinkwater. A Mississippi native, Jennifer Drinkwater is an assistant professor with a joint appointment between the Department of Art and Visual Culture at Iowa State University Extension and Outreach. Karen Gurgley is a West Virginia native and an assistant professor of art at Graceland University in Lamoni, Iowa. And today, they're going to be conversing about teaching social practice. So without any further ado, I'll hand the conversation over to these two. Hi. 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 I'll start if it's okay. Um, you actually were one of the first people I met when I moved to Iowa from West Virginia. Uh, and I heard you on Iowa Public Radio on the Talk of Iowa. Um, I literally just moved from West Virginia and began teaching. Um, and I was, I think, literally unpacking my life, like my bedroom. And I heard you on the radio and I got so happy. First, your name was so memorable. And then uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, she's doing something that I'm so interested in and was also kind of hired to do. Uh, but you had more of a specialist kind of interest there. Um, and so I was so excited and you responded to my email. So I was so grateful <laughs> to you. And uh, so thank you for being a big introduction to the Midwest for me. Which is hilarious because I grew up in Mississippi and I remember when you emailed, I thought, a Southerner from Appalachia, <laughs> yay. Well, it made me really glad. And, uh, you know, you brought me up to um, uh, Ames and showed me around, and, and I felt really grateful. So I'm really glad we're having this conversation. Yeah, thanks for making it happen. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, can you start by just talking a little bit about maybe your position there? And um... Yeah, sure. So I have a split appointment between the Department of Art um, in the College of Design at Iowa State, and then I have an, a halftime appointment with Iowa State Extension Outreach. Uh, since Iowa State is a land-grant university, Extension is a really key component of our university mission, and I am in the Community and Economic Development Unit uh, within the Extension part of Iowa State. So what my, I guess, halftime role is to travel around to different communities in Iowa and help them use art as a vehicle for economic and community development. And so that naturally starts to kind of filter into the classroom and then what I do in the classroom starts to also um, be filtered into the community work that I do. So they they kind of go hand in hand in a lot of ways. And I should say that I do not have a background in this per se, like I have an MFA in painting. Um, I had an undergraduate degree in anthropology, so I think that's where the interest in a lot of this comes from. But um, that I had started at Iowa State years ago teaching beginning drawing and then started to naturally um, I guess gravitate toward more community-based work, even though I'm still a painter and do a lot of sort of solo production. Um, but I love the community aspect because it, it helps to kind of get what we do in the studio out into the world and, you know, to address some civic and social challenges that we see every day, you know? Yeah, it's great. I, one of the quotes I really like from your website, and I, I think I'd heard you talk about it a little bit, but you said you view the world as a semi-objective ethnographer and use your art uh, practice to unpack that. And um, and I could see that uh, happening in your work and, and maybe a little bit uh, what you were just saying about seeing that happening in the classroom. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Um, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I guess the, the cool thing about it is... Um, I, it's always a challenge, you know, depending on the context of the students in the classroom and their interests and like what materials they use. And then 
um, the communities that we happen to work with, depending on the classes too. Um, the most recent class that I taught this spring was with, it was a collaborative course with an extension colleague of mine who also was faculty in interior design. And she and I are kindred spirits and, and love to think about art and design pragmatically and, and how we can use that to bring people together. Um, and so we developed a course that was that's called Social Capital, Seeing, Making, Doing. And we were teaching students pretty pretty pragmatic methods about how to use art and design and ways to bring people together and build community. And so the students worked in teams um, and in levels of and plan these events and sort of increasing levels of um, audience. Like they first designed events for um, the classroom for their classmates and then moved out into the college then on campus, and then finally in the community. So we kind of baby step them uh, into working with broader environments um, and introducing them to different ways of thinking about how are they using their art and design practice, which was really fun. And so we're learning, you know, just as much as they are, because there's not, as you know, I mean, social practice, I think, is an art form. I mean, you know a lot more about the history of it than I do, for sure. But in terms of, um, you know, there's no tried and true methods, right? We're still trying to figure out, like, how does this work? How are, um, how can art, how can art practices and methods be used to make change in the world? Right. So, and I, I loved, I don't know, I would love to hear about what you guys are doing, Graceland, because you do have more of a background, I think, in social practice, whereas I feel like I'm making it up half the time. <laughs> we all are, actually. Yeah. Um, it, well, can I step you back a little bit just to talk about what were some of the like workshops that the students sure. were? Yeah, we, um, let's see, we, we tried to give them the teams, the students sort of self-identified in teams um, based on interest. So like we had one group that was working on um, issues of mental health. We had a group that was dealing with kind of the environment or place and happiness, um, how your environment or your how a place affects your level of comfort. Um, students who were working with kind of inclusivity and community on campus. And so they formed these teams based on this interest. And we tried to get each event to deal with issues of perception, because if I, I was afraid that if we just said, okay, you guys create an event about mental health. If they weren't dealing with, um, we wanted them basically to have an opening uh, to get other participants and to under and to have interact like authentic interaction. And so the idea of perception is, well, they were the students were going to have to ask for perceptions of engaged participants right otherwise it was just becomes a spectacle about their views on mental health so um so the idea was to think about perception within these topics and then we had specific parameters for each event so that they weren't just sort of flailing around so the classroom one was they had to create a walk and it could be sort of a literal walk it could be a, a like a more of a metaphor walk um, but the, they led their classmates on a walk dealing with um, understanding perceptions around like mental health or community or something like that. The second event that we had students create was a game within the College of Design. And games naturally, you know, have, have 
multiple partners to, to create meaning. And so they were creating different parameters that get people engaged and, and sort of having all of these folks build knowledge about these issues that they were dealing with. The third event was on in the greater campus at Iowa State, and it was called Make. So they had to make something. It didn't have to be an object. It could have been a production, a performance, um, anything that, you know, they could kind of push the boundaries of what that meant. And then the final event was in the greater Ames community in the downtown area, and it was dealer's choice. So each team could come up with, you know, they could say, okay, we're going to do a redo of a game or we're going to create something totally different or we're going to combine all of these different things that we've learned over the course of the semester. So they kind of, again, they increased their level of um, audience, you know, in terms of going from the most comforting to being around their student peers and, and then getting out into the Ames community. Because we didn't, we didn't want them to just jump into Ames. In the last couple of semesters, we've realized in teaching this that we assume that students are able to handle community engagement work in terms of having the confidence to um, go out into kind of an unknown place and interact with people. And they don't necessarily have the skills to do that. You know, a lot of them are very comfortable making objects in the studio. But then when you have them go up to people and ask questions, it can be really uncomfortable. And so we wanted to kind of create um, safer spaces for them to gain that confidence over the course of the semester. But I would I would love to hear how you, how do you in your classroom get students over that hurdle about um, kind of taking risks, you know, in ways that maybe they're not comfortable doing. Yeah, I think I think some of the things that you're talking about um, is that we I think we do assume that students can handle that community engagement. I think I, I assume that students are able to brainstorm, I think, when they come in. And, uh, you know, it's interesting to kind of see the changes within that and, and try to walk them through that in a, in a not a pandering way, but also like a self-discovery way. Right. Uh, yeah, and that becomes really, really difficult. And I think what you're talking about, too, is like there's um, the authenticity that you kind of uh, mentioned, you know, it's hard to keep things authentic uh, in a 16 week or 15 week um, period and actually have something that's really, really meaningful from that. So I really like your structure about how to get that, um, get that going. That's really great. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. I mean, again, it was like, we're, I feel like every semester they're guinea pigs, you know, we just sort of <laughs> throw them into this. Like, well, we'll see how this works. Um, the, the year before, we actually worked with a community to do something, a community that was three hours away in Iowa, and that was a challenge because, there, you know, we had to, we, we traveled three different times, and that's a challenge to be able to get all students on board with their schedules to be able to work with that, and then you're in an unfamiliar place, and so you have to, it takes a lot of time to um, ingratiate yourself amongst a community in a way that's not just, well, here we are, see you later, you know? And so we thought that staying in Ames would be better because it was their community, you know? And so this is their place and uh, it would be more meaningful and it was a way better fit for these students. Um, and so because we had students in interior design and landscape architecture and education and anthropology, we had a few art students, but most of them were not, you know, this, we thought also this would be ways for them to take, cre we called it creative engagement um, methods into their future, you know, profession, hopefully, or whatever they choose to do outside of um, 
outside of this course, you know, we wanted it to be a little bit more, um, I don't know, useful in some ways, but, you know, so we didn't, I, I never, we never uttered the words social practice throughout the course of the semester. Like it was not something that we talked about in the classroom just because we weren't dealing with all art students either. So it was a little bit like, I don't know. I don't, you know, I, I, I if I teach it again, I think I'll go into that more. Um, but do you, with your students, do you, I mean, is it a social practice class? Is that how you teach it? Well, um, this will be my second time teaching it this this fall, which um, because it's because of the school is so small, like we have to kind of rotate those courses. And sure. so, so I've been really trying to integrate it in a lot of other classes that I've been doing. So even in the printmaking class and, and taking on social kind of um, engagements and trying to get the work out into the community. Um, sure. and, and I think, you know, our communities are quite different, right? Lamoni has uh, maybe 2,500 people and that includes. Man. Yeah college and so you know that's like it's such a unique challenge for me going into such a small community where you know Lamona is one of the um is in one of the poorest counties in Iowa and um you know to to go out there and to work with them in a meaningful way I mean the students are really hungry for that and so yeah. um, I'm looking into ways that we can kind of partner with some other folks and and have the students have some self-discovery I think a lot of times at least at our school the students um stay on campus like everything is there for them they don't need sure. To the town but the town is so hungry to have a relationship with them and so i'm really excited about that um and so one of the things we did and i know you've done some um kind of murals too but one of the things that we did was uh kind of go into the community and i took some students um on a semester that wasn't when I was teaching a particular social practice course. Um, and we went in to talk with them and talk about their needs. And um, we talked to the city council and lots of lots of the town folk. And, um, and we developed like a community mural together. Um, and then we invited the whole community out um, to kind of paint that, which was really cool. The town was like really excited about it. And, um, you know, we had, we had people who were painting from like eight years old up to like 82 uh, working together cool. and, you know, creating an image or painting an image that they all had collectively come come by so um so i'm excited i think the communities it isn't my this will i guess i'll start my fourth year there and the community has just really been super supportive so i'm excited to see how to do that and to see how uh things can extend just beyond one semester you know i think that's like one of the difficulties so yeah well and the cool thing about um cool thing about working where you are rather than like going out you know and traveling or whatever and doing them in other communities is because you do you start to build a foundation of expectation and partnership that like can really be something you know and I think um, one of the one of the foundations that we used for our class was a study that came out in um, last summer I think through our extension unit it was called the Iowa small town study and it said that, and this is a 20 year study of towns, 10,000 people and less. So Lamona, I would totally be in that, um, <laughs> that the most important factor of quality of life in small communities is civic engagement. And what better way to create that than through art? You know what I mean? Like the process of that, I think, lends itself in such interesting ways um, whether it's creating a mural or doing a theater production or, you know, whatever. I mean, it becomes this way for people to kind of take part in building something. And that's a great way, I think, of getting the students involved, too. And so and then they can see that they made a difference. You know, I mean, there's like there's a legacy become like, an, uh, you know, when you have a mural, it's like, well, I did that. 
It's not just a project that you end up, ends up in the dumpster at the end of the semester. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I feel that too with community gardens and all the other community things we've been working with is that the students are like now contacting me and saying like, hey, now I have the confidence to do this. Oh, but yeah. where did these, you know, where did you get this, uh, these paints or whatever? But I feel so excited because they know that they have the confidence now to take that out into the world um, and, and be really civically engaged with the community. So it makes right. me really excited. Um, one of the, one of the people or groups, organizations that I have a huge crush on, I feel like I talk about this anywhere I go, is an organization actually based out of Minneapolis, um, called Place Based Productions, and it's a theater duo, and the woman's name is Ashley Hansen, and she actually is, um, just got named as one of the uh, inaugural Obama Fellows for the Obama Fel Foundation Fellowship. She is a rock star, but she, um, she's a theater maker. And I think theater, I feel like is an amazing inspiration for me because it is naturally such a community engaged process. Um, and it's, you know, it can be so in terms of social practice, like, I don't know. I, I just, I'm in awe of theater makers and, and especially when they do work that is with community, like the history of community theater, and so what place-based production does is they go around to small communities and they work, you know, for six months with the community uh, in terms of understanding their story. They hold all of these different events to gauge what is important to that community, um, whether it's like potlucks or meeting up at a bar or whatever. And they write a script with the community based on, on their stories and then cast local actors um, and do these productions and a lot of sometimes they're in theaters but a lot of times they're actually in like underutilized spots in the community and it builds so much goodwill and um, the ripple effects from that like for years you know people start to like make networks within their community and say oh man we should do other projects you know together so it, it's really cool we had Ashley come down to our class and do a one-day workshop um, and it was amazing. I mean, we had all, all, every student was like blown away just by her experiences and hearing how she handles community work. And she works primarily in rural communities, you know, in these small towns and has seen so much, um, so much change based on kind of the work that, that she's been able to do. So that has been really influential on me is just looking to theater, um, but again, I need to, I need to know more. I mean, I need, I would, I need a list from you. And I know you gave me, you've given me resources before, but of really, you know, of social practice artists, because I feel like theater is kind of what I've gone to in terms of theater and rural sociology um, have been really inspirational to me just in developing this course for sure. Yeah, I think that's one of the cool benefits, honestly, about like social practice, right? Is that like so many of it, so much of it's undefined and it can come from so many different areas. Um, and it doesn't always look like art. And I love that, you know, yeah. I think one of the challenges I have in the classroom, in the studio is to kind of get that uh, kind of going. And, and um, like a lot of my non-majors uh, who are in there just to take a course for, um, you know, for um, what do we call it? Essential education. <laughs> so just... <laughs> 
getting the students in there for a central education course who aren't art majors and kind of un- helping them understand that. And, and like you had said earlier, too, is to say, like, hey, whatever you're going into, whatever field you're going into, how do we take this and cultivate it and then try to make really meaningful um, relationships and, and meaningful projects uh, in the real world? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, it's not to discredit object making, right? Like, I love to make right. objects also, but it's just a way of like, how do you how do you think about, you know, the process that you use to make objects or, you know, look creatively in the world? And how can you how can you use that harness that as like a strength? And I think that gives students confidence that like, you know, they they can they can talk about themselves as like project managers, you know, I mean, that's what I feel like social practice a lot is like learning how to organize big projects, which is an essential skill out in the world also, rather than just I know that when I graduated, people were like, oh, you're an art major. That's cute. What are you going to do with that? You know, Um, and if I had had classes like this, I think as an undergraduate, I would have felt a lot more prepared in some ways to, um, you know, to think about uh, job applications outside of the art world, if that's where I had wanted to go. Right. Um, I don't know. Confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and see, and has your community been really receptive to um, to the work? I mean, so Ames has got let's see, thirty five thousand people, and then the students are about that much, so it's bigger. Um, and campus is so big, and like just in our college, like we have you know twelve hundred students or something like that. Um, so the students have been really receptive. And I, I feel like Ames in itself has a really good community of artists, for sure. Like very supportive, um, you know, artists and writers and musicians. Like there's a close-knit crew of that. And so the students are starting to kind of get, because our students are the same way. Like they don't want to leave campus or campus town. You know, they don't go downtown, really. And so that's where a lot of the community art is, is in our downtown area. And so getting the students to kind of see like, oh, yeah, this is like a legit small art scene here. And we can, you know, um, be a part of that, I think, has been really good. In in, uh, Lamoni, too. So that's good. That's really encouraging for me to hear, actually. So. Well, and I think, too, like, the work that Art Place America is doing, I mean, there's, like, legit research to show art can do X, Y, and Z, you know, economically in terms of community development. Like, we can point to research. So it's not, um, you know, the average person may not be aware of that research, but once you throw numbers in people's faces, they're like, huh, okay, well, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Um, So, yeah, I think Ames is pretty receptive. Uh, to to this kind of stuff. And it sounds like Lamont is too. I mean, I feel like, I don't know, small towns get such a bad rap, but in my experience, typically small towns are yes, full of yes people. You know, if you're excited about working with a small community, they're like, hell yeah, you want to work with us? We would love somebody to want to work with us, you know? Yeah, I feel that way. Yeah, everybody's been so receptive and, and welcoming to that. Yeah. <laughs> and in my experience you know, they want being able to work with students. Students can get away with suggesting things, saying things, doing things that maybe we couldn't because it's like this learning environment, you know? They, people get want to work with students. They want to help students. They want to sort of be there. Um, 
And so I don't know. I feel like it's a lot easier when you have students in a community to, to sometimes also get um, good reception for projects. Yeah, I feel the same. All right. Thank you both so much. This has been fantastic. So interesting. And we really appreciate your participation. Thanks, Ellen. Thanks, Thanks Karen. Yeah. yeah, thank you both.